It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics centered on video game based movies, cancel culture, and the final days of the X Men franchise. Back to the bar. What's your uh, what's your drink tonight? Oh, it's something new. It's uh, Copper Moon Merlot. Oh my! Sounds fancy. Yeah, no, it's it's fairly cheap. I think I don't remember how much I paid for it, but on the cheapo side, eh? Yeah, I just wanted to try something different. And uh, an old girlfriend of mine, her grandma would only drink Copper Moon, and she talked to him how much she loved it. So I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll try this. Oh my! Oh, but I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, the movie I was gonna watch was. Uh, my next David Cronenberg film, because I was slowly, a couple weeks ago, I decided to just go through all of his movies. Another retrospective, eh? Yeah, I, I've tried to start a couple since I finished Romero back in December, but nothing's really stuck, so... Which, I will listen to that speakeasy you finally uh, sent out, the fourth one, <laughs> after all this time, and I got that reference. That's what finally made me uh, commit, because I was listening to that, and I'm like, man, it, that was so fun doing that Romero retrospective. i got to get back to this. So I just picked Cronenberg, just at random. Why not? Yeah, and um, yeah, the next one i got to watch is Fast Company. You ever heard of that? Fast Company. That's another Cronenberg's? Yep. It's, um, he did, like, a car movie, apparently. <laughs> Everybody does a car movie. George Lucas did a car movie. <laughs> so I'm very curious to see what that's going to be like. I've had it on DVD for... Maybe six years, and I've never put it in. Interesting. I've got a couple of Cronenbergs that I've owned and never watched. This one called Spider that I'm looking at right now with uh, Ralph Fiennes. Is that how you say his name? Fiennes? Fiennes? Yeah, I think it's Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, Gabriel Byrne. Lord, he must not be named. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about his Harry Potter connection. Wow, I haven't seen those movies in so long. Oh, what was it? One of his uh, one of his nephews was actually played a younger version of his character. Oh, really? Hmm. I don't remember who. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Dumahal Gleason. I think I'm saying his name right. And uh, Brian, I think it's yeah, Brian Gleason, the guy who played Mad Eyed Mooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're uh, they're related as well. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Hmm. Apparently, yeah, I was a big fan of Dumahal Gleason for like maybe like a year because <laughs> he did a bunch of stuff in 2014 and 2015. And then, yeah, The Force Awakens happened, and I was like, oh, he didn't do very good in this. And I haven't seen him in anything since, besides Star Wars movies. Great so. in Ex Machina. Yeah, he was great in that. He was great in this movie called Frank, which also starred Michael Fassbender as, like, a weird musical movie. Brought that up before. Yeah, he was great in his episode of um, Black Mirror that he was in. Oh, there was another movie that I really liked. What was it? i look it up at this point. Do you like him in Dread? Oh, was he in Dread? Yeah, oh. he was. Oh, I don't remember him in that, but I probably... He was, uh, he was the guy behind the chair. Or guy in the chair, excuse me. I probably remembered at the time, but it's been so long. <laughs> I haven't seen Dread since, I think, maybe 2014. My goodness. Okay, fair enough. To pick that out as a as a pick one these days. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, I've done an action movie in a while. I guess Pacific Rim. God, I think I get back to Pacific Rim Black. <laughs> me too. Yep. Oh, he was Goodbye Christopher Robin. He was really good in that. Oh, who'd he play? Um, I think he played the lead. I thought it was Ewan McGregor who was Christopher Robin. <laughs> no, they, 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 I think they put them out like a year apart. But there was Goodbye Christopher Robin, which was about um, the author. Oh. Oh, right. Okay. And then the other one was Christopher Robin. <laughs> <sighs> I 
it's just like when they did the um, the Jungle Book, and they did the. Uh, it originally wasn't supposed to be on Netflix, but it was net. There was then a Netflix movie called Mowgli. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Andy Circus directed movie, which is supposed to be a more a lot more. Uh, what's the word? A lot more closer to the book, a faithful adaptation, as they say, to the book. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I know Brian has read that book, but I've never. Like I said, I had a bias against kids' books, so I never read that one. <laughs> that one, I certainly might be a pick of mine on the book club. Oh, cool. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I should turn that around. I mean, I really enjoyed reading Escape from Witch Mountain, but that's basically it. I just never read kids' books, ever. My parents never read them to me. They weren't big uh, encouragers for my reading. <laughs> so, in fact, they actively discouraged it because I only read horror books, and they were like, you're poisoning your mind. Read the Bible. <laughs> so <laughs> The only one book you need. <laughs> uh, yeah, my parents sure are strange. Or at least they were... I think they're a little more normal now, but... <laughs> Do you think that's only because it's COVID now and they can't go to church? No, um, a church that we used to go to when I was a kid, I think just kind of poisoned their views. It was very, very um, Old Testament Christianity. Well, again, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'll to keep going back to some of our previous talks, you know, through speakeasies and commentaries, but I'm pretty sure Calgary's a little more in 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 the right mind, or at least in the in the logical mind. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they're a little bit probably because they're closer to BC. You know, they're less low. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the problem. You know, you go you know more up north, and well, that's actually not true because the Yukon and Northwest Territories haven't gone insane. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair. I don't really know too much about those areas, to be honest. <laughs> we don't. Nobody knows anything. I'll go up there one day. I I don't know how I'm going to do my... Because one day I do want to do a whole, like, you know, countrywide tour. What does that even mean? Well, that'd be cool. Like a big road trip? I don't even know how I want to do it. If I want to go by plane or by a car. I guess you have to go by plane for a couple areas. Oh, certainly. Charter planes, but... Yeah, I don't know. I certainly want to go to northern Quebec because everybody always talks about, like, Montreal and, and Quebec City, but nothing north. Because, <laughs> like, you look down there, it's like, okay, again, like BC, there's there's plenty wide more stuff to go explore, buds. Oh, yeah. Fuck ton. Yeah, it's so strange. I've never been to that part of Canada. Never been to Ontario. <laughs> never been to, yeah, Quebec. Um, where else have I never been? P.I., Nova oh, Scotia, yeah. New Brunswick, not, not, Nova Scotia, yep. Really want to go there. Newfoundland or Newfoundland and Labrador. <laughs> yeah, Newfoundland and Labrador. Yeah, I've never never been there either. We're kind of close-minded, honestly. Like, <laughs> Never been anywhere close to there. <laughs> oh, I'd love to go. I When I was a little kid, I always said my dream was to live in Nova Scotia because of uh, Road Tavern Lee. Wait a minute. Anna Green Gables was on the island. Oh, yeah, yeah. Prince Edward Island, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I always thought Nova Scotia would be a nice place to live, though. It seems pretty there. It was one of the. It was the primary filming location of Hobo with a Shotgun, which is you know if I if I take that as uh, <laughs> as reality. Yeah, I think the only place I've been in Canada, you know, obviously BC. I've been all over Alberta, uh, Saskatchewan, Winnipeg. Yeah, that might be it. Yeah, I think that's it. On one hand, let's see, Regina. Oh yeah, I've been there. Uh. Did I go to Red Deer? I might have stopped in Red Deer at one point. Oh, I've been to Red Deer too. Yeah, I forgot about Red Deer. Edmonton, Calgary, Jasper National Park. I think that's... Wait, is that being BC? I don't remember now. I think Jasper is at the edge of BC, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of on the... It's, that's a weird one. It's on the border. Nope, it says it's in Alberta. But yeah, it's it's right It's right around yeah, there. There you go. Yeah, it's literally on the borderland. Yeah, that's a beautiful drive because my parents, yeah, we used to drive down back to BC every... Every, like, three months we would drive back. Yep. So we'd go visit all those places. We always went to go visit the big dinosaur park in Drumheller. Drumheller. I loved. I got a flag. Our banner's still here with me. From when <laughs> I went many, 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 many moons ago. Like, probably early aughts. I remember I used to chase around the um, prairie dogs. I love that. That was my, oh my favorite part about taking that trip. Chase around those cute little prairie dogs. One time I was chasing them. I ran to a rattlesnake. That was scary. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh, where else have I been in Alberta? Oh, Rocky Mountain. Yeah, no, Rocky Mountain is where my uh, my mother's great aunt, or my, yeah, my mother's great aunt lived. Oh, I'm not sure if I know that place. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it's south of uh, Edmonton. Let me see here. 
That's nice for a speakeasy, doing a little uh, Canada talk. We don't talk about Canada too much. I mean, we could also talk about politics of Canada. And, you know, American American listeners probably wouldn't care. I don't know if I have too much to say there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've paid much attention for, like, the past six, seven months of Canadian politics. I don't even know what's going on. I feel like everything's been in limbo with COVID. Okay, so it's southeast, or south, yeah, southwest of Edmonton. And it's almost due east of Red Deer. Oh, okay. Hmm. And northwest of Calgary. You could not get to Banff, that's right. There's Lake Louise, there's Banff. Oh, Banff, yeah, Banff's great. Yeah, Jasper's a cool place, too. Oh, yeah. I like that. They've got that nice park there, and there's some good pockets in Alberta, but... Which, by the way, in Noah, the Darren Aronofsky movie Noah, they focus so much on the Mark of Cain thing. It's super cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting mythology in that movie. Yeah, all the stuff you want, I'm going to break out at some point. It'd be cool to do a lot of biblical epics. So I like a lot of those movies. Like, The Ten Commandments is really good. All right, so we'll start with the uh, recent remake of Ben-Ur. Yeah, which I did not watch, which, um, yeah, ugh. did not look good. <laughs> And, I, and it's not biblical, but it's... Yeah, it's so funny that you said that, because the next one I was going to say is I love Ben-Hur, and I was like, wait, that's not really a biblical epic. I mean, kind of. <laughs> I mean, it's got Jesus in it, so... Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, not the full thing, if I recall. It's... Yeah, I don't think you ever see his face, but Ben-Hur, like, attends some of the... Uh, like, the when he gives the bread, Ben-Hur is there in the background, just as, like, a passerby. That's pretty interesting. I like that. It's yeah. cool. It's it's not biblical, but we could also do God. Uh, was it Gods of Egypt? Oh yeah, that'd be yeah, that would fit in perfectly. Yeah, especially if we did like some of the classics and then did like a modern day series, like pick like three classics and three uh, modern day ones. And here's why modern day ones don't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really know any other biblical epics modern day. Well, I mean, Gods of Egypt is not biblical. I mean, there's also, you know, Clash of the Titans, Wrath of the Titans, Immortals. Well, those are those don't go in the... Because Gods of Egypt is still, like, the plagues and stuff like that, right? It's basically the Ten Commandments retold. Oh, no, what was that other one? Not, not I wasn't thinking of that one. I forgot about that one. Oh, yeah, that's the one that... Yeah, Christian Bale was Moses, and he was like, yeah, Moses was a terrorist. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Ridley Scott, he's obsessed. <laughs> oh, was that one... <laughs> No, it was that one that had uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler in it, and they were like, "Oh, no, I thought it no, yeah, the Christian Bale one was Exodus, right? Oh, Exodus, yes, that's maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm getting them all confused. That's the one, and Gods of Egypt is the is the is the um is literally the Egyptian gods movie with Gerard Butler in it. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I was getting those confused. Yep. Cool. I mean, I've heard it's terrible, but it's it's a cool concept. Yeah, most that's... of the most of. The... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I wouldn't know anything. Oh, I've been watching. Uh, me and Brian have been watching American Gods. Hey, how's that doing? Super cool show. Super duper cool. And Crispin Glover's in it. And I was waiting. Cause I I used to be a big fan of Crispin Glover. He showed up in all these weird horror movies, and he was always the best part of them. But he was also in some ways the worst part of them because he'd show up, and the movie would like completely change tone because no one could control him, and he would just do whatever he wanted. Uh, but and so with American Gods, I was like, oh, I'm excited to see him, but I hope he doesn't, you know, kind of derail this show with his crazy antics. But he's great in it. Super threatening. Super, super cool. So. I mean, he didn't think the things, the two things I've seen him in, obviously, are Back to the Future and uh, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Huh. The Tim Burton 2010 movie. Oh, wow. I did not remember him in that interesting it's been 10 years since i watched not even 10 years it's been like 11 years since i watched that film but i immediately saw him i was like oh hey that's martin mcfly's dad it's george mcfly yeah. yeah i'm pretty sure he shows up in my one of my favorite david lynch films uh wild at heart i think he has a bit part in that i'm getting a little bit confused about which movies are which because there's a little period when they all start to feel kind of similar in a way <laughs> kind of like tarantino you can almost think that all this uh all david lynch films take place in the same universe I mean, yeah, they've all got his same interesting kind of artificial vibe to them that really works for him, but... Artificial, my goodness. Yeah, David Lynch films never really feel like you're in the real world. It always feels like you're somewhere slightly off from the real world. But it, but it works in its own way, but... Yeah, Wild at Heart, we gotta 
one day I'm gonna do a little Nicolas Cage series. <sighs> Nicolas Cage month. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. I'm gonna throw in this great Gorbinsky Nicolas Cage movie called The Weatherman. Uh, I think that's one of his best performances, and um, yeah, definitely Wild at Heart. I love, love Wild at Heart. What else could I throw in there? Mandy. Well, I think you should be writing. Uh, pardon me. I think you should be writing some of these down in the uh, in the eventual section of our <laughs> Geek Pollution catalog. Geek Pollution, sorry, novice leaders catalog. I've got a Keanu Reeves retrospective lined up for one day too, and all, all these things. <laughs> Does that include Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? No, I don't know how we. I guess we could eventually, whenever we play the game, we could talk about it. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's probably what will happen. Yeah, I was thinking when we do Mad Max, we could just do an episode just kind of talking about the game. Oh, dude. I have no problem with that. Even if I have to replay the game, I have no problem doing that. Yeah, I want to do it sometime this year, but I feel like maybe we should just wait for Furiosa to come out. I think that's supposed <sighs> to be next year. I really hope Mad or Max himself is on it, because I remember reading the title, because I was searching for, like, I've been waiting for that film to come out, or at least any news of it. And they're like... Oh, we read this article it's like we don't know if max will be in it. it's like why would he be in it yeah i don't see why he would be <laughs> like this this makes no sense like why i don't want him in it yeah no it's her movie not his <laughs> i want to see another mad max movie but yeah i don't see why he should be in that oh but... certainly i guess not like i'm saying i don't want another mad max movie some critics of that film could be like oh it was more Fur furiosa movie than it was a mad max movie i disagree but yeah again the people who said that it didn't know Mad Max. I mean, that's... Apart from the first movie when he's the lead, all the side characters are always more the leads than him in the, in the next two. That's kind of the point, because is it the side characters making his character better? That's that's the question. Well, he's he's always just the road warrior. He strolls in on a situation. It's never his situation that he's kind of dealing with. It's always coming into someone else's. The Lone Wonder. Yeah, it's like following... Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Mad Max because that's the, the one I immediately go to, but I was like, oh, wait. Uh, Zuko alone. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I, I guess I can kind of see that. It's basically an Australian Western. Mm. Actually, I found the one I was looking for. Bill Bixby Hulk. <laughs> Bill Bixby walks into a situation and it's, you know, that's the, the character that he walks into. That's their plot. And he's just kind of got to be the one to help out. I guess that's what the Wolverine was trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. I gotta rewatch that movie. I, I always feel like I misjudge it, and then I rewatch it. And I'm like, yeah, I still didn't really like it. But there's so much that works so well. I wish, I wish I liked it. Man, I want to go back and watch Days of Future Past, and then the Road Cut because I still haven't seen that yet. Me neither. Yeah, that's crazy. I was so hyped for the Road Cut when they put that Blu-ray out, and I just never bought it. It's so weird. I got it. So if you want to look at it, go oh. ahead. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. Uh. I'm sure you can find it on the Amazon. Oh yeah, no, it's it's cheap, but I just did, didn't buy it. Yeah, the X Men franchise. Wow, that's that's too bad what happened there. There's a rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, and you didn't even see the last two of them or three of them, right? You didn't see Deadpool two, Deadpool two, New Mutants, and then Dank Phoenix. Yeah, I mean Deadpool two was good. I mean, a lot of people complain about it, but I I still thought it worked. But yeah, the next two, though, talk about unfinished films, both of them. New Mutants got screwed over. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kick it in the dirt or anything like that. I'm not gonna curb stomp it um, and beat a dead horse or anything like that. It's too easy. Yeah, it was, um, it was a product of reactions, in that you know they were working on it in 2016. I think that's when they started. Mm -hmm. And then Deadpool came out, and it's like, oh man, R rating. That what, What's an R rating? I don't know what that is. It's, <laughs> it's an ancient rating system that we had where they swear there's blood, gore, and extreme violence, and, and adult themes. Yeah, and more than one fuck. I mean... <laughs> and so they're like, alright, scrap everything? Not really. And resh reshoot it all, and let's, let's do it again. And then Logan comes out, and it's like, what's somberness? what's this? I don't know what that is. And they're like, alright, let's take the R rating and let's make a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know if, actually, I could be wrong, I think it was actually supposed to be a, a, a horror movie to begin with. It was always supposed to be horror, but apparently the studio at first was kind of scared of a horror theme movie and they tried to like pull it back. Ooh, how ironic. And then they were like, oh no, we need to go back and reshoot to make it more horrific. 
and just yeah, it's I it's a clusterfuck. It's really unfortunate, but quite a fluster cluck indeed. Yeah, and it's one of those ones where you can feel it almost every scene of the movie, where you're like, this this just is not a complete movie. This this is a thing that was put together in editing. It just feels like a shambles, and so does Dark Phoenix. That's it's also a shame. And Apocalypse, I, that doesn't feel that way, but it just feels like the director didn't care at all. <laughs> hmm. It's just a project for money. <laughs> yeah, do you think he put all his eggs in into the uh, Days of Future Past basket? Yeah, I feel like he had so much passion for Days of Future Past, and then with Apocalypse, he was like, well, they want to make a new one, and if I get out of it now, then I probably won't get to direct the next one, and so I have to do this just to you know keep the job. But then it just, I guess maybe he got bored. Oh, no, wait, it was the, his controversy happened. <laughs> because Brian Singer can only do the X-Men films correctly. Well, I mean, Apocalypse, I mean. <laughs> uh, that's where I get to, you know, point out how flawed uh, Last Stand was because in-universe. In just like, oh, yeah, third movies are hard to do. Yeah, the first movie's pretty flawed, too, though. I mean, it's it's not particularly great. And I've always called Brian Singer a bit of a hack. He had one great film with um, The Usual Suspects, and X2 is great. Everything else is mediocre to crap. I mean, absolute hack, just with who happened to have a great first film. Or, I don't think that was actually his first film, The Usual Suspects, but the first one that broke big. The film that I've always held against him, and the one that I think proves that he's a hack, is uh, Apt Pupil. You ever seen that or heard of that? Is that after <laughs> uh, Returns? No, Happy Pupil, I think, came out in... Hmm, I think it was maybe 97. It's a Stephen King adaptation of a, a fairly good book that could have been a really good movie. And he just... Oh, I, I, I can't even describe how, like, dull and, like, unpleasant the movie is. It's like he just stripped away everything that was interesting about the the story and turned into just this complete crap i was like oh wow this this is horrible but i'm such a stephen king fan that that's probably maybe i'm biased but yeah (laughs) and jack the giant slayer and uh, was that him yeah that was him oh wow okay that's what he was doing in the interim of oh he didn't do uh first class that's right yeah i think he was going to and then they gave it to someone else and then he was really brian k vaughn or not no sorry matthew vaughn Matthew Vaughn, yep. Are they related? I wonder. Uh, I don't think so. Just same last name, why not? So, I have one train of thought, then a second train of thought, now a third train of thought. So I gotta get them all out of order. Or not out of order, I gotta get them all <laughs> out of my head, because then I know sure. I'm gonna forget. First one is... This was back in when Ready Player One came out, and watching the Geek Pollution uh, spoiler cast on it. And this relates because Matthew Vaughn, the guy who did First Class and done both the, uh, what's that what movie's called? Kick Ass. Yeah, Kick Ass. Didn't do Kick Ass too, uh, and yeah, Kingsman. Kingsman and the Kingsman second movie is Stardust. Was, was Stardust was penned <laughs> to direct or at least be involved in a Gundam live action movie. Oh, wow. I did not hear anything about this. This recent and or you know, well, this was 2018 apparently. You know what? Let's look it up. Sure. Let's see. Like, right on, like, right now. Why not? Let's just speak easy. Gonna love action movie set at Netflix. Of course it's... T- oh, fuck. <laughs> Jordan Voigt Roberts. Interesting. I'm still pissed at Netflix because of uh, Dark Crystal. Okay. F- oh, that's what it is. Okay, so... Famed comic book writer Brian K. Vaughn. Alright, is writing the screenplay. Interesting. Oh, oh, so not Matthew Vaughn. Huh, I thought... It, uh, interesting, I thought Eric said it Matthew. Maybe he got him confused. Or maybe it was Matthew at that point, I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if it... Um, Legendary and Netflix. Okay, well, I... I... Oh, okay, Legendary. Hmm. Oh, so... Brian Jordan, or Jordan Vogt Roberts, he's your, he's your buddy, Kong Skull Island. Oh, is that the director, or...? Yeah, apparently. Interesting, I thought it was someone else, but... From giant apes to giant robots. You can look at it right now if you can look it up. Yeah, I guess I will look it up. Yeah, I don't know that guy for anything else, so he's not really my buddy, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, just, we were going to do it tonight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it soon, but... 
I think he made Fifty Days of Summer, that that movie that everyone loved that I never saw because I don't watch comedies really. That rings a bell. Yeah, it made a big splash, and yeah, I never had any interest. So, <laughs> wow, Legendary will distribute the film theatrically in China. There is no word on what the story will be for the film. <laughs> yeah, I haven't put my foot into the uh, ocean slash sea slash mess that is Gundam. Me neither. I'm not saying it's that. I'm just saying like it's it's very complicated and complex. And where to start? There's just so many fan arguments of like where to start and what the best one is. Oh, really? <laughs> it's worse than Star Wars. Uh, Not worse, but like the spaghetti and the the hair tangled issue. Not issue. Yeah, which uh, if you've been on Disney Plus in the past couple of days, they just released a new Star Wars show. Oh, oh, okay. I was gonna say. Yeah, the Bad Batch. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know if that's related to Clone Wars or... Is it the same animation style? Same animation it's, style. It's it's related to Clone Wars. Sure. I was tempted to watch it, just the first episode, to be like, oh, maybe I'll see if this is any, any good. But I decided against it. <laughs> uh, I wonder if it's going to be related to the Mandalorian at all. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I wonder. Hmm. Like, other than that last season of, uh, Star, of, of Clone Wars, which... It was probably during, I think it was released during around the time, it was after first season of Mandalorian came out. I, I, every show now will be influenced by the Mandalorian in a way of how to do things. Yeah, no, that's that's fair, and I'm I'm hoping at least they'll keep the influence of the uh, practical effects. Yeah, because that's one of my favorite elements, of the Mandalorian. Well, it's but it's animated though, so I don't know what. What do you mean by practical oh, effects? I, I was more meaning about the live action shows. Oh, well, like that too. <laughs> yeah, the animated shows, I. To be honest, I just don't really care. I mean, I'll, I'll eventually I'll watch the Clone Wars and whatever else. Uh, what's the other one called? Uh, oh, Rebels. Rebels. That's it. Yeah, I was like, is it Resistance? Because I'm definitely not watching that one. <laughs> I don't. I don't give a fuck about that. Which then ties into Rogue One. Resistance does. No, Rebels. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, because Sagara I think is in that show. Well, I think he's also in Clone Wars. I don't remember. So basically, if you watch if you watch all these periphery shows, uh, it makes Rogue One like leagues better. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what everyone because, says. Yeah, because it it focuses on none of those characters from those shows, and instead focuses on an original cast. Yeah, which you're now getting. Or at least one of them's getting his own show. So, how much you want to bet? Like <sighs> some of those characters are going to show up in that series. Uh, that that'd be interesting. It might if they got the actors back too. They could expand them a little bit more. I mean, that is the Star Wars way, so... <sighs> this is not the way. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Voight Roberts launched his feature uh, directing career with the 2013 indie Kings of Summer, which he parlayed into directing Kong Skull Island for Warner Brothers and Legendary. Mm-hmm. The film... I assume he means Kong Skull Island, not Kings of Summer. Uh, film grossed $1,668 million domestically and 56 566.7 million worldwide. Interesting. Yeah, I think that one actually did better than the uh, 2014 Godzilla, so... Oh, golly. Oh, golly. What the hey? The filmmaker is also developing an adaptation of the popular video game franchise Metal Gear Solid for Sony Pictures with Oscar Isaac attached to Star. It looks like Gundam is on track to start shooting first. Yeah, I was going to actually say, I listened to some a little bit of the commentary on the disc for Kong Skull Island, and yeah, he's a big video game guy. So. Ooh! So do we have, perhaps, uh, the man that will save, and or not even save, one, should he have done Mortal Kombat 2021, and two, is this the man that will finally give us a proper video game movie that's, you know, could be the 90%? Let's hope, because I did not, I was not aware that he was making that Metal Gear thing, but he definitely sounds like someone who grew up playing, like, PlayStation 2 games and loved all that stuff. So someone with some actual passion, maybe he'll do a good job. I mean, to be fair, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson also had a ton of passion for Resident Evil. And I think he did a good job on the first movie, but the rest of them went their own way, <laughs> as we know. But <laughs> we'll, we'll find out about that later on. Uh, soon. Well, not soon, but later on. Yeah, it's, it's still... Hopefully this guy can take video games in a good direction in terms of their movies, because yeah, still, uh, still no hope. It's funny, because in that recent... 
um, speakeasy you released, I was so talking about like infamous. I'm like, oh, oh I have an yeah. idea of what to do. <laughs> Forgot about that. You're saying you have a way to make a good video game movie. It's yep. basically instead of taking the karma system of like you know you're good, you're bad, whatnot, you instead focus it on the character himself and then adapt that game through several months instead of the seven days that takes place. Mm -hmm. Character breathes. It's it's hard to explain. I, I don't know why I was going anywhere, but I'm kind of glad that that topic caught um uh we went off topic with that one. I think that one was a dead end. Yeah, in fact, I considered cutting it out completely, but I was like, oh, he does say some interesting stuff here. It gets covered somewhat, like we interesting stuff, sure. Like I feel like we we spun off off of it, so I couldn't just completely cut it. But oh, that's totally fair. That's always the hard part. It's like ah, oh, this this almost feels like it's a dead end, but I just can't fully get rid of it. So oh, and yes, to all the listeners, this is a variety uh, page that I'm looking at, and. It's like, oh, is it up to date? April 12, 2021, 11, 10 a.m. Pacific time. Here you go. Here Can't you go. get any more, you know, updated than that. Yeah, Metal Gear, I mean, from from what I know about the series, the plot goes into crazy directions. So I don't know how close of an adaptation they want to go with. <laughs> Start small. That's all I'm going to say. Start small. Uh-huh. Let's see. What was I listening to? I... Oh, um, my one of my uh, favorite podcasts, Now Playing Podcast. Yep. They covered The Dark Crystal a few months ago. And I downloaded the episode, but completely forgotten about it. And then it came on my... Uh, just at random, it came on. And at the end of it, they were talking about... Um, one of the hosts was talking about how he would love to see a Zelda movie made in the style of The Dark Crystal. With all puppets. Dang. In a completely artificial world. And I was like, holy crap, that could actually be awesome. So, any thoughts on that? Well, people have, since Breath of the Wild came out, there was a lot of, there's always been, not even that, pre-Breath of the Wild, there's always been a lot of comparisons to a Miyazaki film with Zelda, and then Breath of the Wild is probably the closest to that, um, which I agree with, because I've seen gameplay, and yeah, no, there's a lot of stuff lifted from um, Princess Mononoke, especially, but specifically that film. Interesting. Hmm. So I'd sooner want to see a Miyazaki style TV series but a puppet show though I could totally see that uh, but it has you have to, obviously have to like change the aesthetic because I mean there's been many aesthetics of how uh, Legend of Zelda looks that's fair and so it, it, it kind of like Batman you can you can put Legend of Zelda I think in any aesthetic and it would work yeah I I'm not a huge Zelda player. I've played, like, maybe two games and not all the way through, but um, I definitely think the world is ripe for a, a film adaptation, so I'm definitely interested in that, just aesthetically. As as far as my knowledge with Legend of Zelda goes, it's almost a secular story of, of rebirth and defeat and rebirth, where... It's interesting, because that's uh, very much the story of Dark Crystal. Oh, no, that's what they mean. That's that's <laughs> totally what they mean. Where Link defeats Ganon, Ga Ganon takes control somehow, returns, and it's almost a reincarnation story. That's very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I've always wanted to get into those games. I just never really have. I I played a couple of them, mainly that I like borrowed from friends, and then just yeah, I, I returned the game and never never sought any other ones out. The big problem is that I didn't get any Nintendo systems after the 64, so... <laughs> well, there's that for me. I should have gotten a PS2 and a GameCube back in the day. Oh, I wanted a GameCube so desperately, and I just never got one. One of the best consoles of all time. Oh. Not hands down the, you know, best, just... Yeah, I've been kind of hoping that, because I've been playing my uh, Super Nintendo Mini a ton this past couple months. Oh, yeah, this, the SNES Mini, eh? Yeah, and I've been waiting for them to put out the next one. Like, a 64 Mini would be awesome. Oh, golly, the amount of rare games that they're going to put on that. Even though the rare replay on an X-Bone already exists. Actually, I don't even know. I don't know how that would work. I guess so, maybe, because they were released for the 64, so they have to go on there. 
Yeah, if if they do it, I mean, I I haven't heard any movement on it, so oh. I don't know if they're even gonna still make one. I wonder if the minis were a fad. It could have been. I know the um, PlayStation Mini did just did not do good numbers at all. Yeah, I heard that too. Super Nintendo Mini, I think, did really good. So Nintendo at least should still be moving forward. But where's where's an SNK uh, uh, Mini? SNK, what's that? King of Fighters. Oh, just for like all their games. <laughs> yeah, all their games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they. I guess they could put that out. I mean, they put out a couple of those random little systems like that. <laughs> give me, give me a Genesis Saturn uh, Mini. Oh, that'd be cool. No, oh, maybe they did do that one. I know. Genesis did something. I think that that did happen. Yeah, it did. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I think I was even going to buy that one, actually, but then I heard kind of mixed uh, reviews, so... Well, look at it now, because it's been a while. Maybe they updated it, maybe they fixed it. Yeah, and maybe the price has gone down, too, I mean... <laughs> there is that. If it's like 50 bucks, so... <laughs> People are always so in intent on, on buying it new and being part of the zeitgeist or the, the talk. Mm-hmm of uh of when it is released they never wait and, and play i mean i've still <laughs> i really want to but i i still want to play honestly i'm still hyped to play uh horizon zero dawn even though there's a sequel announced it's like no i i <laughs> still I, i'm still on board for playing that first game apparently the genesis is 100 bucks still damn oh <laughs> oh oh my goodness my goodness um, I guess back to my other two trains or tra trails, trains of thought. Oh, sure. What's what's Singer doing right now? You think? Um, I think he's. I mean, I maybe I could take a look, but I don't think he has any pro projects in development. It's not even. It's not even that, but just like he's canceled, right? Like, yeah. what does what does that person do? Like, you can't think of them. It's like, but. You know, it's it's just I wonder what would happen. Like, what what happens to those people? Because he's a film director. All now, all of a sudden, he's like kicked out of Hollywood. Either he keeps doing directing stuff or goes to get a job at McDonald's. I always wonder that. It's like we cancel these people, or these people fade out of existence. Like you know, two thousand stars or ninety stars. Mm -hmm. Investments or 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 you know common jobs low-income jobs what happens to them i think they that's 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 where all those sorry for interrupting that's where all those um stupid ads pop up of like you remember this person uh from my, see where they are now oh yeah <laughs> yeah they they probably move into the business world somehow i mean i'm sure they've got lots of connections maybe they start their own studio but kind of play like a background figure yeah you know not in the public eye i, I really don't know <laughs> Like, what's John Lassender doing recently? Like, what's he been up to? Yeah, no clue. I don't know. If, I, I'm i sure that a lot of them will come back, kind of like Mel Gibson did. Oh, yeah. But they'll just kind of um, fade away for a couple years. Now, mind you, the Gibson thing is nowhere near the uh, Brian Singer allegations, so... <laughs> eh, you know, they could always do a pull a Seagal and go to Russia and just keep making movies out of there. Yeah, or uh, yeah, Roman Polanski. Yeah. That too. That's what he did. Fled fled arrest and uh, <laughs> kept getting Oscars, Oscar nominations. Wow. Wow. Yep. yep. Dang. Systematic man. Just systematic oppression in that in that their system. Yeah, and I mean the the sad thing is he's a great filmmaker. I mean he's a piece of shit, but he's, he makes great movies. I understand why the Academy wants to. Uh, recognize them but it's kind of like uh, should you i mean really <laughs> it's like these guys aren't these these canceled guys aren't being they're not bill cosby and they're not uh harvey weinsteins they're not going to jail mm. they're just like, yeah i see what you're saying uh societally shunned for for obvious reasons i get that yeah and it was it was lucky in the sense for those two guys that there was enough people with enough evidence that they could take them down but finally put their foot down yeah <laughs> yeah, and with Brian Singer, I don't think anyone's, like, trying to take him to court or anything like that, really. I mean, maybe they are. I'm not too sure, but... But, yeah, it's it's too bad. I mean, just don't be a piece of shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, you don't lose your job. Look <laughs> all these people. They did it to themselves, so... How do you how do you not be a piece of crap, Caleb? Oh, you just, you know, you learn to respect people. You don't go 
oh, I have power over these people, so I'm going to use it to abuse them. You know, pretty easy stuff. But I guess if you're drunk on your power, you just don't don't think about it. So, do you think James Cameron will be canceled? I'm just thinking of like how hard of a director he is. But yeah, I was thinking about that a little while ago because I was uh, considering what how Kubrick would have been if he was directing movies these days. I'm sure he would have been canceled for abusing his stars. Totally. It was the actually the Joss Whedon thing. That's what it was. I just kept drawing comparisons between the two of them. Yeah, but yeah, Cameron. Yeah, he was a uh, he was an asshole. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Maybe he's changed his tactics. And well, I mean, I I haven't, as far as I'm aware, I haven't heard. I guess I could just look it up, but I haven't heard Zaldana or Sam Worthington talk about how bad he is on Avatar. Yeah, no, I didn't hear that either. I don't really remember hearing much from either one of them about that movie. <laughs> well, I just mean the new one. Oh, okay, yeah, the new the one. one. The eventual one when that comes out, which we also talked about in that re- in that uh, recent Speakeasy release. <laughs> oh, did we? Yes. Uh, Hence why I bring that up. Yeah, I mean, is that when is that coming? I mean, God, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, golly. 2022, apparently. Has it filmed yet? I mean, what is, what is going on with this thing? I haven't heard anything about it. It's it's one of those. He probably filmed all this, all the, um, all the scenes years ago, and is just waiting for the technology to expand. Oh wow, you think? Not even expand, but catch up. That'd be strange. It'd be like watching New Mutants again, where you see all these people. Where you're like, oh, I've seen them since then. They don't look anything like this anymore. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what to look for him with, with controversy, but I don't know. It's it's just interesting that you you don't talk about. You, I guess people forget about them and like, oh Isaac, you shouldn't be thinking of these people. There, they've ruined other people's lives. It's like, yeah, it's fair. I don't want to like, give the abusers power or anything like that or, or thoughts. Be gone, thoughts, as they say. But I don't know. It's just interesting what happens to them afterwards. If they go bankrupt, if they lose their life, literally, not figuratively as they have but like you know, take their life hmm. uh, or something else yeah I can't think of anyone's that have been high profile that have killed themselves or anyone really maybe people just get past it do you know who uh, Milo Yiannopoulos is I can't say I do yeah he was a big figure like five years ago this kind of right wing darling this um, super gay <sighs> super racist super idiot really i mean you'd say anything for for money type he just wasn't a good guy and unfortunately for him he said a very inappropriate thing where he talked about how he was a good catholic kid and um he was like oh yeah you know i hear people saying you know they got uh, sexually abused by catholic priests but really i was the one abusing the, the priest who was sexually abusing me he was like i was the one to control that relationship and oh it was a great thing for me like it really taught me a lot about relationships and it was like, Jesus Christ, this is so tone-deaf and horrible that it, it got him cancelled. My goodness. My goodness, that's <laughs> uh, that's something you would probably say in a comedy sketch. Yeah, but he just said it casually. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that he, he says. And yeah, he got cancelled, and he just recently tried to make a comeback where he said, um, I'm no longer gay, and I'm starting a gay conversion kind of school or oh, some shit. Boy. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, oh, my God. And so he, he's trying to make his comeback. I mean, he got canceled, like, I think in 2016. So I guess that's what you do. You give it a couple years and you try to come back. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably what they're thinking. They've just been like, my career's just kind of halted, but I'm still here. Like me for buying a car. Just wait. Like, wait a few years. With you? What? Buying a car? But buying a car. Like, just, just, just wait. Wait it out. Wait your paycheck out, and you'll buy it. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is interesting to think, because, yeah, there's a fuck ton of people got canceled. Oh, I, I watched... This is something you'll be interested in. I watched, like, maybe half an hour or 40 minutes of the Lindsay Ellis video explaining her cancellation. Oh, okay. Yeah, it popped up in my recommendations, and I was just like, you know, I've, I've seen some stuff from her over the years, and I know Isaac, and apparently Michaela are fans of hers, so I was kind of like, oh, I guess I'll watch some of this while I'm editing. But then I ended up just watching it and not editing, and so eventually <laughs> I just turned it off. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's fair, but uh, you were paying attention to it then, eh? Yep, yep. 
any uh, any thoughts about it? I mean, you haven't watched any of her videos recently, anyway, so it's you're going into it with eyes unclouded with hate or by hate. I mean, obviously, the reason for her cancellation was absurd. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> there's a reason I don't know on Twitter, not on Reddit, nor 4chan, nor any of those other ones either. Just on Facebook, YouTube, which have their own problems. Don't get me wrong, but. It's the, the algorithm to Twitter is, makes it a completely different beast. Yeah. I mean, things escalate just so rapidly and insanely on Twitter. It's just, again, full of people who live for stupidity. There's and... a reason why I'm always not good with texts. <laughs> and I can't convey everything I want to say with texts. Whereas with voice right now, I can convey a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. A lot more, I'll say that. Yeah, but I, I, I'm sure if someone like Lindsay Ellis, that kind of cancellation just fades away after, like, a couple months. Well, hopefully. At the, the most, I would think. But I mean, I'm looking at it from her side and not the other side. And, you know, I've always tried to, at least my mantra these past few years is to try to be unbiased. But I, I guess I, I'm, I'm terrible at being unbiased and being <laughs> an immediate uh, uh, moderator or mediator, excuse me, as they say. I'm, just, I'm not good at that. It was just such. I mean, what? How could that possibly uh, add up to a cancellation? I mean, <laughs> so much stuff, man. So much stuff that people have problems with. It's it's very weird. I guess we should dis describe it for the audience in case they don't. This know. is fair for those who haven't. Um, yeah. Do you do you remember the exact what what she said? I know it was about Ray the Last Dragon. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was about how she was like. Um, I can't remember the beginning of it, but she said, like, is every movie going to, like, just copy the template in Avatar Last Airbender? Saying that movie was just kind of emulating it. And everyone was like, holy fuck, don't you realize Avatar Last Airbender was emulating stuff from Asia, but it was an American production, and so this is horribly, like, offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I think she said there were similarities between uh, elements of, of Avatar and uh, Raya. And so she was just like, oh, that's interesting. And the way she put it, she, again, on, on Twitter, she said it, but didn't come off. It, it came across as sarcastic instead of, you know, a genuine, like, oh, that's an interesting idea. Like, there are elements here that resemble Avatar Last Airbender. That is interesting. In a very, like, neutral, as a matter of fact manner, which, you know, makes sense. It's like, okay, yeah, I, I see your point. It's interesting. I thought she was saying that she meant it to be a little sarcastic, but not like. But, but I don't remember the details. You might remember better than I do. At but, least it's been a while since I watched that. But <laughs> at least with how she described it, like literally to the camera, the audience, uh, with her voice, is that she was only making an observation and not sarcasm. But if you write something bland, not bland, but if you write something played straight, somebody might find it uh, sarcastic online. Yeah, that, that, no, that's certainly a problem with tone. Indeed. But no, I think I think people were just offended that she was like, because they were like, oh, Ray Last Dragon was actually produced by you know like a Chinese kind of, uh, I think it was a Chinese director, Chinese writer, I think. Uh, she said like three or two of the writers of that film could grief. There's like seven writers on that film. Yeah, that's that's um, very fair. Was like were white or not three? Sorry, two of them were of of uh, non-Caucasian descent. And the rest mm. were Caucasian. And I'm like, well, it doesn't bode well for that movie. But again, going into that movie, I'm biased and, and trying to you know keep a clear mind. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I still haven't seen either, and I've I've heard somewhat positive things, but <laughs> and um, Rose is a voice in it. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Uh, what's Kelly Marie Tran? Yeah. Kelly M Marie Tron. Uh, okay well maybe she's good is she playing the lead do you know or just uh... i think she is the uh the, the lead character well that's that that could be good for her if she's good in it <laughs> i mean i i really don't know if she is a has any sort of quality as an actor careful where you're you're, you're treading dude you're in a minefield right now <laughs> uh, all i'm saying is that the character didn't give her i mean I... It's terribly written in the first movie, and then it was barely even there in the second one. It's so, so. funny because uh, a lot of people, at least three reviews I've watched of, of Mortal Kombat, uh, they all defend the actor playing Cole Young, so the lead character, if you remember, who's not, by the way, not a 
Yeah. Uh, not from the games at all. He's a canon immigrant. He's a brand new character. Uh, the audience surrogate should have been Johnny Cage. I'll fully admit that. And everybody, you, you'll hear everybody say, oh, the actor did nothing at all wrong. I'm sorry to say this, but the character was terrible. It was poorly written. And you never hear that for any, like, Mer Kelly Marie Tran. She doesn't get that. And maybe the same for Daisy Ridley. None of that. Maybe the same with um, Oscar Isaacs and, and John Boyega. John Boyega, yeah. They, everybody's just like, hey, throws all this crap on, on them and not on uh, the actor playing Cole Young. Very yeah. interesting. Very, very interesting. Either that's because times have changed literally within like five years or it wasn't Star Wars. I, I don't know. Very fascinating to that. Yeah, I mean, that could be this, the Star Wars audience. I mean, a lot of them are, I'm sorry to say, kind of weirdo idiots <laughs> they're insane they're they're insane um and keep in mind the the actor playing uh, you know i should just look his name up because i don't want i gotta stop saying you know actor played yeah i mean i can't judge i didn't think he was particularly bad he just wasn't necessarily uh kind of uh, what's the word compelling in any way who's there lewis tan lewis tan uh lewis tan is i believe of uh, asian descent Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Chinese British actor, model martial martial arts. Interesting. Yeah, certainly a nice model. Again, I, I admit I agree with everybody. He should have been. Uh, he should have been Johnny Cage. Uh, that would have made more sense. <laughs> he could be cracking jokes uh, and do those 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 crazy splits. That would have been really cool. But anyway, yeah, just interesting how he doesn't get uh, any flack. Well, I think he is still getting flack, but. Doesn't get that much flack, and whereas all the Star Wars actors and, and plenty of other non-Star Wars actors, but like plenty of other actors uh, in other franchises or, or films, get like completely lambasted uh, and bombarded by uh, hate. Fascinating. Yeah, it, it could just be not a lot of people care about the movies for Mortal Kombat. Maybe that's part of the thing, where Star Wars just means so much to so many people. Or because you know, yeah, maybe. The fans of Mortal Kombat are a lot more moderate than Star Wars fans are. I don't know. Oh, I, I definitely think that's the case. <laughs> Star Wars fans are a bunch of lunatics. I mean, so many of them are just crazy. It's so strange. You know, a lot of people talk about the Snyder Cut fans. You know, they've had so many negative interactions with them, and they're crazy. I've, I've personally never seen that. That's fair. But I've seen plenty of Star Wars fans who I would say are just well, crazy. Well, I, I still say that all of a sudden people were so like... Because I, I took a step back with the center cut, I, I looked at everybody and thought they were all crazy. Because it's like, he made Batman v Superman, which I don't think is a good film. Awful. And then makes... Snyder, you know, gets kicked off uh, Justice League for for dumb reasons or whatnot. I'm not, I'm not going to say like uh, I'm with him on that side. But... It's more like I'm reacting to the audience right now, not Zack Snyder. Just everybody's all of a sudden like worshiping this man and his cut. And it's it's so weird. Is it just because like he got his way? Oh, oh, you mean since it came out or beforehand? Uh, beforehand. Afterhand, I ha I don't even nobody's talking about it anymore. So that means look how like you know much it did. Well, I I still see people talking about it all the time. Unfortunately. <laughs> It's just the groups that I'm in. That's fair. Um, but... Again, I only, I only, uh, per per me, context. I don't go to Facebook or Reddit often. Yeah, uh, not even Reddit at all. Just Facebook often. I'm not part of groups, so this is my own singular mind. So I'm, I'm basically ignorant and uninformed. I've never understood Reddit. I've just never spent any time on there at all. So it's hard to navigate. That's that's my biggest thing. Is it's very hard to exactly. navigate. Yeah, I think once you get it, you get it. It's just oh, yeah. I've never yeah. put the time in. I could probably yeah, if I put if I actually devoted myself to it in like an afternoon, I'd probably get it. But no, I think okay, two weeks. <laughs> I think for the th the thing with Snyder is because, like I I've mentioned the podcast before, that I used to be a part of the big you know like Zack Snyder's a really good filmmaker crowd. <laughs> is it God? <laughs> a lot of thought. A lot of them thought he was a god. Yeah, I th just thought he was good. Uh, same with same with Lucas. It's no different. Yeah, and so that that crowd, you know, it's always stuck around. It's just 
moved to now the DC movies because they were that everyone was like, oh my god, he's finally like doing his best stuff ever, even though I thought the exact opposite. <laughs> but and so yeah, they were all excited about the Snyder Cut because they were like, holy crap, this could have been like an unsung, you know, masterwork by the god Zack Snyder, and the studio tore it away from us. And Zack Snyder didn't help because he kept posting on Twitter about like, oh, I would have had this idea if only the studio hadn't fucked me over. So. <laughs> Fueling, uh, fanning fuel to the fire. And then when it came out, all of them were like, it's the second coming of Christ. There's never been a better movie than this. Um, it's, you know, like uh, Da Vinci, like the, the absolute masterwork. And so now I, I see that all the time. People are like, either restore the Snyder Cut or give Zack Snyder unbridled uh, ability to express his vision because he's a visionary of our time. Which I personally just don't. <laughs> just imagine if he got cancelled, by the way. Like, imagine... I, I, I don't want that on him. I, I, I don't. I mean, that's that's up to his behavior and what he's done, his actions. But Man, if he got cancelled, that'd be insane. I've always heard positive ex- things about Zack Snyder. Everything that I've heard about behind-the-scenes stuff... He's just like a massive geek who couldn't be happier to be making films. Well, I, I mean it when I say that's that's awesome. I, I'm actually very happy for him on that. Yeah, so he brings a lot of enthusiasm to his sets, as far as I've, I've heard over the years. So, no, I, hopefully nothing. I, I don't think he would yeah. do like that, but I don't know him personally. So. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. I, you know what? I'm going to find it right now. Um, you probably don't remember this. I made a list of people who I don't want to be canceled. <laughs> No, I did not like know years that. ago. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you remember this, uh, but I, I, I made it. We talked about it like off. Oh, interesting. Uh, off recording. No, if it was years ago, I'm sure my brain. Uh, <laughs> I lose so many memories. You know what? Like, since we're on the topic, let's 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 go to it. Sure. I will find it here, and I still have one more train of thought to to go off of from the X Men stuff. Sure. Here we go. Here we go. Here. We go. Um, I, I I titled it. I hope there aren't any sexual allegations against um, the list of the following people. Uh, let's see. J.K. Simmons, Snoop Dogg, Stephen Colbert, John Stewart, Rick Mercer, John Oliver, William H. Macy, Chris Evans, Antonio Banderas, Samuel Jackson, Jackie Chan, Jet Lee, Chuck Norris, Butch Hartman, John Bernthal, uh, Bruce Campbell, Hugh Jackman, Matthew McConaughey, The Weeknd, Chris Himesworth, Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, Anne Hathaway, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, Keanu Reeves, Diane, Nathan Fillion, Carrie Cruz, Dave Chappelle, Mike Myers, Chris Farley, Melissa McCarthy, Mark Ruffalo, Beyonce, Weird Al Yankovic, uh, Anthony Anderson, Martin Lawrence, Jim Carrey, Barack Obama, Dwayne Johnson, Ben Diesel. Oof, Barack Obama. He's got enough uh, allegations. He's got enough, but like... Well, not scandals, but not allegations. Yeah, not, <laughs> not, not, not sexual allegations, let's put it that way. Um, yeah. uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Tom Hardy, Tom Cruise, uh, Louis Black... Justin Gore Lovett, Leonardo DiCaprio, Bill Nye, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Elon Musk, uh, Ron Atkinson, Ludacris Tyrese, Musk, I mean. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, Jason Statham, Morgan Freeman, and Ice-T, Kendrick Lamar, it's not going to happen, Brian Cranston, that come forth as of November 20th, 2017 at 2.51am. <laughs> Signed, um, Isaac, your last name, Esquire, yep. or something. Esquire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, written in cursive too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think Morgan Freeman got alligated. I don't know if he got canceled, but I know he's. I think a few years ago he got like some women came out against him. I think. Yeah, I don't remember what the details were that were. Maybe I'll quickly look. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, a lot of canceled talk on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else talks about it. Is this, is this for like cheap talk? Are we like getting the cheap music? It's just a topic of conversation, man. Like not not man, but like to to those listeners. Yeah, it looks like just kind of inappropriate behavior on the job and kind okay. of sexual harassment. <sighs> but the, thankfully, no crimes committed as far as far as I could tell here. Well, or people will be like, "Oh, what you say? You're, you're with them?" It's like, good grief! You can't say anything about nowadays. There, there's a difference between committing a crime and not committing a crime. You're just an asshole. Um, you know that's what it is you're an asshole you know but it does make you a criminal <laughs> so ah so what people are saying is everybody is a police officer online interesting yeah i mean what, what are you gonna do people people are assholes i mean 
what I mean you, you expect I mean yeah certainly people perfectly have the right to be like I don't want to work with this person I've heard oh, yeah. they're an asshole you know I'm, that happens to lots of people oh, what's that guy's name uh, Wes Bentley do you, do you know who that is it rings a bell yeah he was in American Beauty um, he was in a couple more like kind of indie flicks and he was kind of a big star on, on the rise but he was such a fucking prick he like would refuse to take people's directions he'd be like I know better than the director I'm this okay. brilliant actor that guy I got all these accolades early in my career so I must be a genius and he burned all his bridges until he was stuck doing shit like um, Ghost Rider playing the villain <laughs> I mean or a bit player in the Hunger Games like he had to just pick like these super nothing roles after Lewis Bentley is that the guy who was in Interstellar uh, I don't believe he was in Interstellar I'm thinking of a different guy because he was also in the Hunger Games mm. what are thinking of a different guy now I'm curious, so I'm just going to check. <laughs> That's not the same guy who was in Mission Impossible uh, Fallout, was he? Uh, I don't remember him being in that. No, I'm getting him mixed up with somebody else. Oh, looks like he was in Interstellar. There you go. Oh, he was in Fallout as well. That is him. Okay, that's... Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, him. Yeah, I always... Yeah, I think I think he got humbled at a certain point and turned around and tried to do more legitimate work. Yeah. And be like... I won't be a prick. Gonna listen to what you're saying. Yeah, that so. guy. Yeah, I was. I was always a little. Uh, I was. I always had a thing with him. I was. I was. Looked at him and was like, I don't know. I don't. I don't trust this guy. <laughs> it's the same hunch I had with uh, Harvey Weinstein. It's like I don't know. I don't, I don't trust this guy before the. <laughs> okay, not like before the whole allegations came out. Mm. Yeah, there's just... been lots of actors like that who just burn their careers by being pricks. I mean. Yeah, he certainly he certainly seems like the this West Bentley guy. Uh, he certainly seems like the uh, the type of actor who who takes his roles seriously and or uh, kind of toots his own horn as as they say. Yeah, and I, I just was like, okay, yeah, all right, was, something was off about him. I was like, what's going on here? Actually, since we were just talking about Crispin Glover earlier, Crispin Glover is a prime example of someone who um, was just an asshole on set and refused to like. He would come in and be like, oh, you, got, you want me to do this? No, that's not my character. This is how my character would be. We'll just go work with him. Hence why he was uh, kicked out of Back to the Future. Oh, was he? Was he supposed to be in the third movie? Yeah, I think, well, the second and third movie. Because the second one was... Oh, that's right. They would just... When they go back to 1955 to redo stuff. I completely forgot that they didn't use him in that. Yeah. Wow. And he's also in the future as well in 2015. Uh... Yeah, they like recast him as the grandpa version, right? <laughs> and then shows up also in the end of three, but it's a faraway shot with somebody else, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I think they get away with it, but I, I guess he was technically supposed to be um, one of the yeah one of the uh, the ancestors of of Marty McFly's in, when they went to eighteen eighty five. That would have been better. I would have taken that over. <laughs> yeah, Michael J. Fox and then Leah Thompson. It's like ah, there's a little bit of like a weird mother, whatever that is, not Electra. Um, Orpheus? No, whatever that... Whatever <laughs> the opposite is. Mother-son complex, I don't know. But that's, that's just, it's just a coincidence because both you know, actors played like a mom and son. So I, I can't throw them under the bus on that part. Yeah, and I've just never really liked that trope of uh, the young version playing the, the parent uh, or the ancestor. I, I don't know. I just always thought that was a little silly. That's fair. I understand your point. But yeah, no, Crispin Glover, I'm, I'm glad to see he's kind of, you know, sometimes you just need to be humbled. You need to work in crap for years. So. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'm saying I know better than anybody. I certainly, certainly know uh, what being humble is like. Yeah, well, that's, that's life. It breaks you down. <laughs> I'm actually glad to sometimes be humbled. Sometimes yeah. I'm glad to be humbled. Pardon me. Glad when I'm humbled. That's, that's, that's what I want. All the time, I mean... <laughs> I'm just glad that somebody at least calls out my crap. Well, that's fair. <laughs> oh, but you had one more, uh, one more train you want to to ride? You said. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you want to end this at some point? <laughs> he thinks you want to end it. I'm just kidding. Well, I usually try to keep them around an hour and a half at the the longest, but usually shorter. This is true. But yeah, well, it's good chatting with you. <laughs> Till next time, everybody. Good night. Good night.